If you have any desire to get anything off the ground or move something forward or get promoted or start something from scratch, oftentimes you need a sponsor. Welcome to Career Strategies for Women That Work with me, JJ DiGeronimo. In each podcast, I design the format to share insights, tools, and inspiration for you to gain the momentum you need to catapult in the direction you desire. With this, you can find show notes in the description. Let's get started. After an event, I was having dinner with a small group of women from IBM, and I remember it like it was yesterday. One of the executives leaned over and asked me, hey, I heard you're publishing a book. If you had to pick one thing out of that book that I needed to know about my career, what would you share with me? I paused. And as I mentally scanned through all of the chapters, I looked her directly in the eye and said, how to align with your sponsors. That of course led into hours of conversation, but luckily here, I'm going to sizzle it down into a few points of things to start thinking about now, especially if you have career goals that you're looking to achieve in the next 12, 24 or 36 months. Now, don't be worried if you're not completely clear on the difference between mentors and sponsors, because I have to admit, I definitely wasn't either. In fact, as I was preparing to put information together for my second book, I spent about two years reading articles, white papers, watching videos, reading different books to really understand, is there a glass ceiling? Why are most women in middle management, but not many in executives? Is it that we don't want it? We're not smart enough. We can't achieve it. Of course, some of those answers and questions are ridiculous, but I was really trying to get to the bottom of it. And through my research, sponsorship was something that continued to surface. But at the time, I can't say I was completely clear on if I had a sponsor or if I really even knew what the difference between a mentor and sponsor was at the time. So here today, I really want to talk to you about why do you need a sponsor How do they differ from mentors? Why do women struggle to find a sponsor? And how do you spot potential sponsors? Sponsors are more than mentors. Sponsors are people that make connections for you, speak about you and your goals in rooms you're not invited to, give you the inside track on how to get things done. And oftentimes women don't have the level of sponsorship that men do. So if you are somebody who aspires to create more influence and impact, it is likely that you need a sponsor. Sure, hard work can get you most of the way there, but there are many times that there are meetings or discussions or even rankings or decisions based on money, titles, next positions that you're not privy to. And in fact, there's people in those rooms making decisions about your career, about your alignment, and potentially even about your next steps. And those are the types of people that you often need in your network so they are aware of what you aspire to achieve next or what projects you hope to get aligned to or what things you hope to get off the ground. And for us, many times women think that we can do it alone, or we're not sure who to ask, or we're not even really clear on the difference between mentors and sponsors. 
The way I categorize mentors and sponsors, and there's a lot of terms out there such as allies and champions and advocates, but for the sake of discussion, we'll use mentors and sponsors. Mentors are people that give you advice when you're with them. They're happy to meet you. Sometimes they can give you insight to the layout or how things happen or what you need to do next or people to talk to. But oftentimes when the meeting is over or the coffee is over or you part ways after a call, you both move on your way. Sponsors are actually more than mentors. Sponsors not only have an idea of what you're trying to accomplish and giving you advice or help or connections, but they often take a step further. After those interactions, they then make a phone call or send a note or put your name on a shortlist or give you the inside track of information they find out after the meeting. Sponsors essentially use their social capital to help you with your goals. Now, for many of us, we need people in rooms and networks that we don't have access to. And if you're anything like I was before I did the research for Accelerate Your Impact, I did not know I needed these people. In fact, I was talking to a dear friend that was a CEO of my last company, and he had just gotten off a panel. And he said to me, it's so interesting, JJ, because I was discussing an opportunity where I put a job up for a vice president role. And he said, I was explaining how differently women and men show up in the workplace. And I was sharing that five people applied for the role. Four of them had somebody call me, wrote a letter on their behalf, or even stopped by my office. He said the fifth person just submitted their resume and a letter of why they wanted the position. He said, I'm sure you can guess that four of them were men and one was the woman. He said, I just don't understand why women do not have people make phone calls on their behalf or send a letter or even stop by the office to recommend them for the position. I, of course, started laughing. I said, oh my gosh, Carl, that's because we don't know to do that. No one has ever told us that we need someone else to step up on our behalf. In fact, when I talk to many women in many different circles, Many will agree that they submit their resume, they submit the cover letter, they apply internally just like we're asked to do, but we often don't then ask other people to talk or speak or recommend us or even put in a good word. And it wasn't until I became more familiar with this research and that specific story that I now encourage every woman I meet that if you're applying for an internal position, if you know somebody in the company, if you're trying to get grant money or get VC, if you know somebody on the inside or know somebody who knows somebody that's going to be in those meetings, you often need to have people that are going to essentially help you streamline the path from where you are to where you want to go. And these people are often sponsors because they can leverage their social capital to open doors, make connections, help you gain the momentum in addition to your great work. Now, a quick word of caution. Before you start asking people to be your sponsor and speak up on your behalf, it is important that you have put in the work. Often we want help and we're eager to ask for help. But sometimes our delivery and our preparation is not exactly where it needs to be. So I encourage you to pick up the book, Accelerate Your Impact, or even check out my online course, 
how to find and align with mentors, sponsors, and career catalysts that helps you prepare for these instrumental conversations. And I can assure you that you do need to prepare. Not only do you have to know where you want to go and the help that you need, but you really need to get your accomplishments in order. And often you need to put together material that empowers people to speak on your behalf. And this is not always something you can do on the fly. So I encourage you to take the time and prepare not only for where you want to have influence and impact next, but what types of career catalysts? Do you need a mentor? Do you need a sponsor? Do you need to hire a coach? What type of catalyst do you need to help push your goals forward? And then when you identify them, what specific information do you need to provide them so they can have the material they need to represent you in the rooms that you're not invited to or the conversations that you do not have access to? So I encourage you not to jump off of this and start making phone calls and asking for help. You really do need to put in the time. And to get you started, I've included a worksheet you can download that not only helps you get a few of the things outlined, but you can also pick up a used copy of the book or invest in yourself with the online course where you have videos and an entire course to really get you the preparation you need so that you're ready for when you have the opportunity, you are completely prepared, not only with your materials, but what information you need to provide them to be successful on your behalf. So be sure to download the worksheet in the show notes, jjdgeronimo.com forward slash the number eight. So jjdgeronimo forward slash eight. This also includes a 35% coupon code for my online course, how to find and align with your mentors, sponsors, and career catalysts. This brings the course under $200. It's something you can do at your convenience and has all the material you need so that you are prepared to not only find, but align with sponsors that can help open doors and position you for your next level of impact. With this, we're gonna jump into just two more sections. One, why do women struggle to find sponsors? And two, how do you spot your sponsor? So stay tuned. Today's referral sponsor is EarthBreeze. EarthBreeze keeps laundry jugs out of the ocean and out of landfill. EarthBreeze is an eco-friendly, vegan approach to laundry detergent. I've been using EarthBreeze for over six months and I just put in another order. I love the fact that it's simple, easy, and good for the planet. Check out EarthBreeze in the show notes for a $10 coupon. So you may have picked up a little bit so far that this is a little bit more about access and visibility than I probably initially acknowledged. I did not realize that many of the reasons why women are not moving above middle management is because they don't have people in rooms that are speaking on their behalves. And oftentimes their work doesn't have the same level of visibility as maybe their peer. And I guess I wasn't really sure why this was happening outside of the fact that maybe women are not often networking at the levels in which they need to be to get those sponsors at executive levels, especially if they aspire to move into the executive ranks. Now, if you aspire to get venture capital for a business you're starting, or you want to start an initiative in your community, your sponsors will align to the things that you're trying to get off the ground and push forward. So you definitely want to align your sponsors to access, availability, approval, and even invitations that you need. 
So as you're thinking about this, it's important to realize that men and women are not often sponsored the same. And in many of my diversity and inclusion discussions with corporations, I've been reading a slew of research. And I came across this article just about a year ago in Harvard Business Review called How Men Can Help Be Mentors and Sponsors to Women with Research from Working Women's Research Institute and Center for Talent and Innovation. Now, I've referenced their research on several occasions because it really digs into the nitty gritty of why things are not moving in the direction that we hope is women in the workplace, but also some of the opportunities that are available. And in this particular study by the Working Women's Research Institute and the Center for Talent and Innovation, their research shows that 48% of men say they've received detailed information on their career paths to PL jobs in the past 24 months. Just 15% of women report the same. In the same study, it shares that 54% of men had a career discussion with a mentor or a sponsor in the last 24 months, while only 39% of women had the same representation. And it rounds out to say that 71% of executives have protégés, and in this case, people they mentor or sponsor, who have genders and race that matches their own. So it's not surprising why women in the workplace don't have as many sponsors as men do. It's more natural for people to sponsor people that look or represent them. And so organizations that are putting efforts to increase their diversity inclusion do have to put a focus on the people they mentor and sponsor, especially the people coming up through the org chart. So if you're having challenges finding a sponsor, it's not uncommon. Many of us do as women, but it's not impossible. I think I'm going to share with you in the next section, how do you really spot people that can be your sponsor? And I share this research with you not to discourage you, but to share real data that implies why we may be more challenged to excel in the direction we desire. And again, this research for me is knowledge. And I really see power in knowledge. And so now that we know, we can make a more asserted effort to aligning with people that can open doors, that can make connections, and that are open to sponsoring diverse talent. I, of course, will put this research in the show notes so that you can read it in its entirety. But I think for many of you who are out there thinking, I need help to get to this next step, or where do I have to align my focus, or who needs to know about what I'm doing? You're already heading down the right path. And I think it's a great place to share that many people need us to be their sponsors. If we've been in the workforce for 5, 10, 15, 20 years, we can easily be a sponsor to other people working their way through their career. So as you're thinking about this material, think about people that you're mentoring and sponsoring. Are you only picking people that match your gender and race? Are you stretching beyond the demographics that you're familiar with to mentor and sponsor people coming up. And I'd like to mention that not everyone you mentor and sponsor may be in your work. You may mentor and sponsor people in your neighborhood, in your community, through your religious organizations. There's many opportunities to be a mentor or a sponsor to other people in all aspects of your life. So hopefully you're making a list of not only people that you might need to help you, but also thinking about who can you help in your sphere of impact. 
So as we round out this episode on why women need sponsors at work, I just want to thank you for taking the time to invest in yourself, think about your career in new ways, and really putting together a strategy of people that can help you facilitate some of the steps as you outline your future goals. With that, a couple things you want to look for when you are realizing you may need a mentor to give you some advice or a sponsor to help you by leveraging their social capital to open doors or make connections. One of my first things for many women is to find people that are a few steps ahead of you, people that have gone down a path that you're looking to go down. Do some research on some of the jobs they've taken, some of the roles, maybe some of the papers they've written or presentations they've made, or even where they've interconnected through their network. Through this, you may find people that have connections, references that align to your future aspirations. I'm a big believer of reaching out to people that are a few steps ahead of me and asking them for 15 minutes of their time, really to understand their journey, what worked, what didn't, what were the landmines. And I think for many of us, just getting that inside knowledge of how they've been able to achieve their goals, which are similar to mine, helps me get a better idea of what are the things I need to work on now so that I can leap in the direction I desire. As you're identifying or spotting people that may be a great mentor or sponsor, you want to make sure they've done it before, that they've actually helped other people, they understand the process, and they realize that it doesn't have to be forever. Many of the people that you interact with or that maybe make a connection or set up a meeting for you or even put your name into a potential role or opportunity you're looking to get aligned with. Sometimes it's one and done. And you don't necessarily have to run around and ask people, do you want to be my sponsor? Do you want to be my mentor? Often sharing the work that you're doing and the goals that you have in an organized fashion gets people excited about you and your work. And many times they're willing to help you. But don't be afraid or disappointed if not everyone you think is going to help you actually shows up. There are many people along the way that have good intentions, but get busy or get distracted and really don't end up coming through in the ways you think they will. I wouldn't take it personally. That's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. But as you're thinking about who could be your mentor or sponsor or even your career catalyst, you know, do they already have experience with helping diverse talent? And would they be willing to help you? And again, it's important for you to do the preparation and give them the context of where you've been and outline where you're going and have specific asks or where you could use help. And in doing this, you want to make sure that you pick people that you can trust, that keep conversations confidential when necessary. So those are just a few of the things you want to look for in people that may be willing to help you. And as I mentioned before, I'm a real big believer on reciprocation. So my first goal is to help people that help me directly. But if I can, I'm always offering other people help because I really believe in the energy and interaction of people. And that if I can't help the person directly that's helping me, I always reach out to other people in my network to help because I do believe there is not only chemistry, but there is value in keeping your energy high and continuing to pay it forward. So many of these topics are in the show notes, and I've also included the worksheet with the questions that I just covered for you to spot mentors, sponsors, and career catalysts. So be sure to jump over to the show notes at jjdgeronimo.com forward slash eight, and you can download them 
You can also share them. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate it so more women can find it. Thank you for joining me and I look forward to catching up with you again. 